Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We praise you and we adore you. We lift up your great name. We lift up those on my sick list. We pray for the listeners of this podcast, both returning and new. We pray the blood of Jesus over skin cancer. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the King of the nations, Jesus Christ. Amen. My friends, the Bible is full of symbolism, and yet some verses do not have any symbolic meaning. When we read a verse, another text may be used to define the meaning of that text. All of the verses in the Bible have a meaning, as there are no verses put in the Bible randomly. Some verses have a double meaning, a literal obvious meaning, and a symbolic meaning. Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 and 38 has a double meaning as it reads, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. My friends, this is part one of symbols in the Bible and their meaning. A symbol is a word or object that represents another thought, object, or something else. It can be a picture or icon or word that has meaning beyond its primary meaning. It usually has a complex association with another Bible verse, but has a separate alternative meaning. The word bread symbolizes the word of God. Jesus says these words in John chapter 6, verse 35, I am the bread of life. In verse 51 of that same chapter, Jesus says, I am the living bread, which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. My brothers and sisters, the people who surrounded Jesus only wanted the physical bread that he provided when he performed the miracle and multiplied the bread to feed them. What they did not understand was that he was the Word, who became flesh, sent to feed the spirit man the Word of God. My comrades for Christ, eyes mean spiritual discernment. Matthew chapter 13 verse 16 says, But blessed are your eyes, for they see and your ears, for they hear. My friends, the prophets foretold about Jesus, and when he appeared, the people did not recognize who he was. But the disciples of Jesus recognized him as the one who offered the kingdom of God. But still some missed it. Now, 2,000 years later, you can't afford to miss this. The offer of the kingdom. Made plain without parables, but you must read the word and understand it. There are so many tools available to help you understand, and there can be no excuse. Either you want to be a student in the school of Revelation, or you don't.
Incense represents the prayers of God's people. Psalm 141 verse 2 says, Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Revelation chapter 5 verse 8 declares, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. My Christian friends, the lifting up of hands is praise. The harps were instruments of praise, and praise and prayer go together. My Christian friends, the Holy Spirit is symbolized as oil in Zechariah chapter 4, verses 2 through 6, and in Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. And it reads, And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. My friends, in the ancient Near East, lamps would be filled with olive oil and burned slow with a wick. Here you see the lamps blazing. These seven lamps represent the Holy Spirit rather than seven individual spirits. The seven spirits are complete, and in Isaiah chapter 11, verses 2 and 3, the seven spirits were on the offspring of Jesse, who was Jesus Christ. The seven spirits are the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Folks, the sickle is the symbol of harvest, the end of the world. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13, verse 36, the disciples of Jesus ask him to explain the parable of the tares of the field. Verses 37 through 39 explains, He who sows good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and reapers are the angels. My friends, at harvest time, the reapers would use a sickle to cut the grain. Jesus used this common annual task to teach a spiritual truth about what is coming. The question is, are you good grain that will be kept in the barn of heaven, or are you a weed that will be burned in hell? In Revelation chapter 14, verses 14 through 16, John recorded these words, Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and on the cloud sat one like the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, saying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the golden crown in verse 14 
symbolizes victory, and Jesus is victorious over all. Now comes the judgment, as the time to be redeemed has passed. The sickle slashes through the earth, and it was harvested of all the unbelievers. Friends, Babylon symbolizes confusion and religious apostasy. Babylon started as Babel in Genesis chapter 10, verse 10, built by Nimrod, the great-grandson of Noah. At that time, the whole earth was of one language, and the people of Babel conspired to build a tower to heaven. The Lord came down and confused the language, so that the people had to scatter all over the earth to find those who had a common language. Isaiah and Jeremiah predicted the fall of Babylon in the Old Testament, and John would write about the fall of the Roman Babylon in his day in Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 through 5, and chapter 18, verses 2 and 3. Rome would fall because of sin and greed. Friends, the four corners of the earth are the four points on the compass, and this symbol is mentioned in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 12, Revelation chapter 7, verse 1, and Revelation chapter 20, verse 8. My comrades for Christ, Egypt is a symbol of atheism. Listen to what Pharaoh says in Exodus chapter 5, verse 2. Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord nor will I let Israel go. My friends, Pharaoh looked at the condition of the Hebrew slaves and concluded that their God was ranked low among the gods of Egypt. The plagues were designed to show God's superiority over the gods of Egypt. My brothers and sisters, leprosy was a symbol for sin. When Jesus healed the leper in Luke chapter 5, verses 12 and 13, Let's substitute the word sin for leprosy. And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of sin saw Jesus and fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the sin left him. My friends, the Bible says that the man was full of leprosy. We, like him, are full of sin. But I have great news for you. Jesus is willing to cleanse you and I from our sins. When Jesus touched the man's hand, he was technically ceremonially unclean. Folks, all of us are unclean because of sin but Jesus is still willing to stretch out his hand and touch us, trading his godliness and his cleanliness for our sin. Thank you, Jesus. And just like he made the leper clean again, he is waiting to make us whole. His hand is stretched out, waiting for you to give your life to him. Would you do that today? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word and symbols that you have placed in your word. Give us the wisdom to see beyond the symbol and help us grasp the true meaning of your word. 
In the name of the King of the ages, Jesus Christ, amen. If you gave your life to Christ, send an email to me at hello at greatministries.org and type in Next Steps. I will follow up with you with Next Steps. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.